rabbit holes. Welcome to Gutter Talk. <laughs> I, I messed myself up because it's not the usual intro. What's up yeah. to our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation? You're listening to Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk. I'm Johnny Destructor. We're here at my hero complex. Who dis? Yo, what's up? Holla at your boy. This is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Dribble. We're on our own again, Len. No Randy this on time. On our own again. Just you and me on our road own again. again. Uh, Bat Triple JD <laughs> on the road again. Just friends again. Black and white again. Yes, oh. we're on our own again. Randy, come back. <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, Tim, come back. Oh, uh, Tim. Tim, they come back. Tim from last week. He's from so it's many weeks been ago a long, now. Long time since I've seen you, and I miss your hairy body. <laughs> Timmy, come back. Oh. Um, so, oh, uh, recording? wow, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone still here? Thank you for listening. Uh, so, Len, what's on the docket? We have an email. <laughs> what is on the docket? Yeah, it's, it's a crazy show. Hey, um, yo, thanks to each and every one of you out there who um, follow the Black Tribbles and Cult Pop on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and things like that and emailed us because we sent out a request to everybody asking, you know, what did they think about Gutter Talk maybe becoming its own show? And we did get a very... Uh, a very, a very um, positive response. Positive response from Ben Fiore. Oh, um, he sounds like a Star Wars character. Yes, he does. Ben Fiore. Yes, uh, the Attican Fury of the Darth Fury of the Darth Fury. Darth Fury. What, what does Ben say? Ben says, "Hey, oh hey, hey Ben, I've been listening to the show for a couple of years now." And I just wanted to reach out in response to the recent open question about whether the Gutter Talk podcast should be spun off as an independent entity. Hmm. For my part, I would definitely be a subscriber of this podcast as it is one of my favorite sub shows within the Black Tribble set of productions. Thank you. I also wanted to float an idea that spawned as a result of one of the conversation topics on the recent Gutter Talk episode. There was a lengthy chat about managing comic patrons with subscription pool um, asks. The issue of people not honoring those commitments, potentially because it's typically only a verbal contract, and potential solutions to mitigate such issues. E.g. E- having actual subscription list sheets that people could opt into. As a web developer, my mind instantly went to a more technical solution in the form of online subscription management options, but I can see how this might be more time and hassle than it might be worth for a single shop for its potential level of use. But what if there was a website app slash service that acted as a middleman in such matters that allowed a comic book store owner such as Johnny Destructo or Ariel Johnson, to conveniently manage a list of titles that are available for subscription and on the other end offers consumers to opt into the specific titles which they want to commit to reserving month over month at the participating store of their choice. Would such an app slash service be of interest? I ask because with my creative juices flowing, 
I'm considering building such an app as an independent side project, but I wouldn't want to dedicate too much effort to it if it wouldn't be considered worth anyone's efforts. I sincerely would like your thoughts. Thanks. So he wants to build an app that I could use as a store owner to manage my subscribers, which I don't know if that helps the question that we were posing or you know, that we were discussing. I don't know if that helps the fact that I have subscribers who sign up and then don't show up. So I'm not sure that that would help that situation, but there are, to answer your question, if you don't know, there are several POS systems, point of sale systems that owners of comic shops can use to take care of their subscriptions. Like back at another shop I used to work at, Diamond had a POS system that um, would show you how many subscribers you have for a book, how many – it also is – it integrates directly into Diamond's um, ordering system. Okay. So when it comes time to do the monthly previews order that every shop uses to do its ordering for the comic books that you love to buy – uh, it shows you, all right, well, you've got five subscribers for Amazing Spider-Man, and then how many extra do you want on top of that? So it automatically pre-populates your order for you, and then mm-hmm. you just go in and add or subtract as needed, which is lovely. I can't afford a POS system, uh, so um, I don't have that. Right now I've got an Excel um, spreadsheet with you know names and then the books that they get. Yeah. So I go through manually because um, I'm not that big a shop. I would love a POS system, but I don't have one. So I'm not sure that an app would do anything better than that unless it's, first of all, much cheaper than the $1,000 I would have to pay for a a POS system. Um, But, yeah, really the issue is people signing up for a subscription and not showing up. Well, I don't know if this makes a difference, but it sounds like what he's talking about with the app is that this would be something that you or, you know, the the shop owner – would operate on one end, but the the uh, customer would have access to on their end, mm-hmm. so that they could opt. You would show the titles that you are offering for subscription, mm-hmm. and then they could on their end opt into it. Yeah. So maybe with both have you know with both uh, sides having access to it, mm-hmm. then there is a dual financial commitment. Right. That is then set by that because now if you, the customer, because it's more upon the customer because, mm-hmm. you know, if they sign up, you're going to buy it. Yeah. So it's incumbent upon a customer that, all right, if you sign up, then maybe on their end, then that means that you have to pay up a certain amount. Yeah. You know, and then maybe if it's set with some kind of like default that if a title builds up on the customer end, up to like three books, then yo, you've got to buy those books. You're on the hook for those three books, but your subscription is over, right? Or or on hold until you're on hold until or something you, like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it could be useful uh, for that sort of thing. I guess they would have to sign up with their credit card, mm-hmm. uh, and then that way it would automatically charge them for these books and all that sort of thing. So that could be useful, yeah. But um, I just wanted. Ben to be aware that there's already a POS system that does these sorts of things. Um, but it, it's not, you're correct. It does not, um, automatically show the consumer 
right. what they have. So yeah. it might be a, an app that they could go in and see, oh, at JD Zero Complex, I've got these books waiting for me. I need to go pick those up or something like that. Yeah. And it may keep me from having to send out texts all the time of like, hey, it's been three weeks. I still have these books here for you. Do you still want them? Oh, you're still not responding. Great. I don't know what to do because I, I don't know if you're not getting the text. Right. I don't know if right. you're ignoring my text. And I, that is – a lot of the frustration is just say no, man. If I text you back, hey, did you still want these? Just say no. Mm-hmm. That way it saves me the guesswork of like, all right, well, maybe their phone is off. Maybe they're busy. Maybe they'll get back to me tomorrow. Drives me bonkers. So I think there, that, that could be a very cool app. Yeah. Uh, if it took care of a couple of things at once, that would be great. Yeah, for sure. So let me put it this way, Ben. Uh, JD sounds like. He might it might be something that you know yeah. definitely interested and worthy of talking more out mm-hmm. um, and going out on a limb. I think that is something that Ariel would definitely be interested mm-hmm. in pursuing on her end as well. So if you want to maybe speak with the two of them and maybe use them as like the pilot, yeah, uh, pro- we get free copies exactly we get, since, since we. We yeah. uh, made made you think of it <laughs> exactly. Since We're we are the muse, we are, they are we are your muse. <laughs> so therefore, Amalgam Comics and the Hero Complex yeah. will gladly be the guinea pigs yes. for this new app, which your creative juices are just percolating. I over. even have a name for it. If you need a good name, Skynet can only end well. <laughs> uh, kids, ask your parents what a Terminator is. Um, so, thank you so much, Ben Fiore, for writing in. I saw today on CBR.com. That Miles Morales, the new Spider-Man, is getting his own animated film. Really? Yeah. By Marvel. Yeah. I hope it's not, I hope it's not just a fan <laughs> film. Yeah, just uh, some guy. So I, I, it's probably going to be like his origin story, I'm assuming. I would imagine. I would imagine. Uh, uh, did now have a – did they give like a release date or anything like that? That's no. a good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, Now, there are some questions that I have regarding Miles Morales and his origin, because his origin is really intrinsically tied into Peter Parker's, you know, ultimate universe. Um, So for anybody who doesn't know, Miles Morales, his uncle, goes into – he's a burglar and he goes into uh, Oscorp. To steal some stuff, and one of the other spiders, not Peter Parker's spider that bites him, hops in the bag, and then Uncle brings it home, and then Miles is there. He's 13 years old. He's visiting his uncle. He's eating a ice, uh, uh, you know, an icicle, and the spider comes out and bites him. And he doesn't have – he's not a genius-level engineer, so he can't just create web shooters, right, mm. um, which would be super convenient, more so than another spider. But um, – <laughs> So that's one thing. But, uh, the, yeah, he doesn't get the web shooters until Mary Jane and Gwen and Aunt May, who knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man, and they saw this new kid running around, and they decided to help him out. That's where he gets his web shooters from. So I'm like, are they going to do all of that 
They're, they're going to have to streamline the, the – like how else does he get webs? You know but why I mean? do they have to streamline it? That's a lot of continuity, right? There's, there's the fact that there's a Spider-Man before him. There was Peter Parker. He died fighting the Green Goblin. Aunt May, Mary Jane, and Gwen Stacy all know that he was uh, Peter Parker and oh, team yeah, up. And, they, you know, they find this kid. They help this kid by giving him the web shooters. You know what I mean? That's a lot to, for the beginning of a movie. Very true. That is very true. And you don't know, like, um, it certainly seems that in the Marvel world, even with some of their animated fare, they like it to kind of, in some way, loosely tie in with their movie universe. So how do you get the two soup, you know, Spider-Man in there? Yet, they'll figure out a way to make it work. Hey, somehow... The Ultimate Spider-Man TV cartoon, mm-hmm. which had Spider-Man, Iron Fist, Power Man, tied into the Marvel movie universe. Yet there's an Iron Man and a Power Fist, and and uh, Iron Man and Power Fist, Power Man. <laughs> I've done that Luke, so many times, dude. <laughs> Luke yeah. Cage and I, and Iron Fist that are adults in the Marvel quote unquote cinematic universe already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this so this one maybe only has to fit into the cartoon universe. Well, that's true. And in there, maybe without killing off that Spider-Man, mm-hmm. maybe you can make it work. Uh, oh, and some here's some notes. So um, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, best known for their work on the Lego movie. Yep, Lord and, and Miller. And directing the upcoming Han Solo film are going to be writing the script. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. See, here's my only trepidation. And, and it, it says it's going to be animated. It doesn't say whether or not it's going to be computer animated. Oh, right, right. But I, but I would imagine it's probably going to be regular old school animation. Yeah. Here's my trepidation, however. Outside of the ultimate Spider-Man, I don't like too much of Marvel's animated fare. No. No, you're – nope. Yep, yes. You're correct. Um, I realize that was a lot of no's and yes in one sentence. Uh, so I agree. I'm trying to remember. What was there? Wolverine versus the Hulk and um, – um, Some of them have like interesting animation. Yeah. Um, and then just like the story lets you down. But for the most part, it's a combination of the story is like meh yeah. and the animation is like what? Yeah, they're no DC when it comes to the animated. No, the only films. one I actually liked was Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and the animation on that wasn't great, but it was fun. Uh, see that that show put me to sleep. Really? I was very excited about it, and I liked the idea that there was continuity between episodes. There was like an overarching theme, overarching bad guy to the season. I like that, and that they were really del- delving deep into Avengers history a lot deeper than I anticipated they would. Um, continuity wise but I would be sitting there watching it and I would just fall asleep really you didn't yeah. like that one yeah. when Cap was like the whole scroll and everything like that I remember that you yeah. didn't like that man I wanted to like it and I just for some maybe I'm just tired all the and time and then they got rid of it for Earth for the next Avengers the Avengers that's based on the movies mm-hmm. and that sucked I don't, I don't remember that at all either. Yeah, I don't I don't watch any of them. I don't watch Ultimate Spider-Man, even though Spidey's my dude. I was excited. Spectacular Spider-Man was one of my favorite cartoons, as we've discussed ad nauseum on this show. But this this one's not for me. I'm not the audience for that. It's too young. Yeah, Excuse I feel you. Young, I feel you. I mean, I feel you. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping this one won't be the Ultimate Spider-Man version 
of Miles. Miles Morales of like that thematically how they handle that show. Hopefully it'll be a more, I don't want to say adult, but. But Miles is in the regular Marvel universe now. Yeah. But he crossed over, right? Yeah, he was in the Ultimate. And then because of Secret War, um, they, all of them are smushed together in one back into the 616. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you could have him cross over and then the story be about him trying to find out where he comes from. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I'm excited. I'm just excited that Miles is getting some some play. I'm excited. I'm excited for him getting some play, man. But I just don't like the. I just, I'm just if you on that animation, man. Oh yeah, me. I'm scared. I honestly can't remember the last really well animated Marvel thing. Well animated? Or yeah, what was the last good Marvel movie animation? Well, the last good. Marvel- Does Big Hero Six count? N- no, See, I don't now, care right. what they say. It's not. That's a Disney movie. Yeah, that was based on a Marvel comic. I'm air quote. You can't hear it. I'm air quoting based on. Um, that's what I was really hoping for when we started to talk. You know, hear about DC. Ah, oh, Jesus, Marvel and Disney getting together. I was really hoping for some Pixar level Marvel yeah, movies. Yeah, they don't all need to be live action, man. Give us some Pixar stuff. Like, yeah, John Lasseter, man. What, what you doing, man? Yeah. We know you listen to the show. Heed our advice. Give us. Some uh, Pixar Marvel stuff. Draw a super suit for Miles Morales. <laughs> Real quick before we before we jump off this topic, though. Speaking of uh, that film, The Incredibles, someone I forget who it was. It was a, a professional comic book artist on on my Facebook feed was saying, to this day, this is that's still the best superhero movie. The best superhero movie. Period. Yeah, it just nailed the superhero movie with The Incredibles. Wow, he. He, it's it's up there. It's real good. It's up there. Top five. I'm going to give it top five. All right. But well, this is interesting. This kind of plays into what I'm going to be doing tomorrow on Black Tribbles. But go oh, ahead. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, are we doing our top five now? No, we can do our top five. Oh go shit! Ahead. I go wasn't ahead. ready for well, this. You just said it. All right. You don't want right. to just said it. I would no. I was just saying it's in my top five. Oh, I, I thought you were about to five. give your top five. But shit, I will do it. I'll do it. All right. So top five comic book movies. No. No. My top five favorite comic book movies. These are not which is now, a different the comic list. book movies are the superhero movies because the Incredibles. We'll do superheroes. We'll do superheroes. Just make it easy. Yeah, because Incredibles. That's, not that's a, comic a broad. Book. It's its own genre at this point. Um, right. I want to say it's definitely not the best superhero movies. It's my top five. It's favorite. personal. It's personal. personal. My personal list. All right. So Batman, nineteen eighty nine. Tim Burton. So so you start at number five. These are these are in no particular order. So these are no. This, particular this is off the order. cuff. So it's, don't hold me to such things. All right. So <laughs> okay. Batman, nineteen eighty nine, Spider Man two. Okay, so that's Doc Ock. Yeah. Um, the Incredibles, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Mm. And one more. And I guess I'm going to have to go with Amazing Spider Man because because I love Amazing <laughs> Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. You surely amazing. <laughs> Listen, I've had this. We did this on the faux show. Um, the Sam Raimi's are fun, but they don't last. They don't hold up well. Oh, I really? Don't, yeah. you, don't, you don't think they've aged well? No, man. No. Um, okay. But I really do love the chemistry between Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. That mm. makes that movie for me, as opposed to the Sam Raimi movies are fun Spider-Man movies because I'd never seen Spider-Man movies before. Right. 
But now that now that that's old hat, right. it really depends on the the charm of the actors. Okay. And for me, cardboard Maguire and um, cardboard Maguire, Toothy, what's her name? K- Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Dunst. Those two together didn't even seem like they enjoyed looking at each other, let alone hanging out or, or I think the rumors was they didn't get along actually. Oh, was it? I yeah. believe it. I, I seem to remember that being the rumor. Plus, plus, you know, let me give you a little taste. Let me give you a little taste of some Sam Raimi, Spider-Man dialogue. <clears throat> Action. I thought you were shorter. I hunch. Don't. And scene. <laughs> Fuck you, Sam Raimi Spider-Man. What the hell is that? Yeah, there was nothing wrong with that, man. That, that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. Um, so, yeah. All right. Do, do you have a top five? I got sure. I got Guys, a top five. I go top five. All right. <laughs> and, and I'll do better than that because um, on the Black Tribbles tomorrow, uh, I will be releasing my top. 10 absolute bestest gosh darn superhero animated series oh. of all of freaking time in order. And that's the whole title? Yes. That's a long. <laughs> it felt a little off the cuff, I'll be honest. It didn't sound well thought out. Five favorite superhero movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm going in order. Oh, Reverse shit. order. Starting at five, baby. Number five. Number five. Batman Begins. I love Batman Begins. That's a good one. That was a good one. That and that is still as much. And and I I like the Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises, like, eh. but the Dark Knight I love because of the Joker. Joker, right? I love it because of the Joker. Um, But the. Batman Begins, I love the mood, I love the acting, I love the villains, I love Christian Bale. Batman Begins, number five. Pretty perfect Batman movie. Exactly. I'll give it to you. I'll give it, it to it, you. The only bad thing about that is um, Katie Holmes. And She's I'll, not great. And I just, you know, I forgive her, you know. So, because somewhere in my mind, she gets blown up. Yeah. But that's actually the next movie. But I anyway. St- I would still give it to... Dark Knight. I would still give it to the next. See, the second I, one. The reason why I, I wouldn't give it to the Dark Knight. I love Dark Knight because of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is it's pretty good in the Dark Knight, but I think the Dark Knight is too freaking long. It's a little bit long, and I don't like his suit. Oh, the, the Batman. I don't like the Batman suit. I, I don't like the Batman. And I know a lot of it is still like the same suit from yeah from except uh, now he can turn his head, which I liked. I, I that do was like, a funny bit. I do like them them yeah. solving that, and it is a cool bit. But I think that the mood of Batman Begins um, sells the suit as more like you know this creature of the night. Okay. Whereas he is just a vigilante out on the yeah. run. And you know, doing his thing, wearing hockey pads, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and so that's my reason. All right, All right, number so, four, number four, Bam! and I was thinking long and hard on this one, JD. Yeah, you got to because we paused. For I didn't get an hour. I did mine off the cuff, <laughs> but you go ahead. Three days later, you give me your list. Number four. <laughs> number four. <laughs> <laughs> number four is uh, Captain America: Civil War. Uh, what? Civil War. That is 
balderdash. No, it's not. You go, go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah. Because Civil War is just – it's a good movie, but it at, at heart, it's just a fun movie. It's – I mean – it's got giant man. Yo, so when giant all right, I saw the Lego the Lego set, right? Right. Months before this movie came out. The Civil War and there's a big old giant man in there. I was right. like, oh cool, giant man's gonna be in the movie. And when that scene happens, I still gasp and I was like, Oh, it's giant I man. I know, man. I, it was all, I love that bit. I mean and I mean and I love Black Panther. Oh. I love everybody in there. I like Bucky and, and Cap, B, Spider-Man. Yeah. I love but when but when he turns into freaking giant man, <laughs> I was like, yo, you almost made up for Ant-Man with that, dog. Because oh, I didn't like Ant-Man. Uh, no, I hated Ant-Man. Okay, all right. So number four is Captain America Civil right. War. Okay, okay. Number N- three. Number three. Captain America Winter Soldier. My man. It's Captain it America Winter Soldier. It's just a good ass fucking movie. It's not, yeah, it's not even just a good superhero movie. No. It's a good movie. It's a good movie, yeah. man. Oh my God. I just, I love that movie. I love everything about that movie. Mm-hmm. I love Scarlett Johansson in that movie. I love, love Captain America. I love Bucky. I love Robert Redford. I even love They Kill Nick Fury. Thank yeah. God. For about 30 seconds. For about 30 seconds. But the way they do it is cool. Like yeah. the whole thing. Oh, it, it's just a great movie. Just a great movie. And the, oh, even with Steve, and it becomes a Steve and uh, Natasha buddy movie. It does. They're, you know, the scene where they're at the Apple store mm-hmm. and they're trying to like blend into the mall. It's great. A, so much fun. Great movie. And then, then they have, what's his name? Uh, uh, the computer. Oh, Modoc. Modoc. Modoc shows up, which I never thought they would do. Nice. Good chick. So number three, Captain America. Yeah. The Winter Soldier. We concur, Doctor. Number two. You. This is hard. Oh. Number two. The Incredibles. Yep. Good. Because. Enough said. Yeah. It's the best Fantastic Four movie ever. It's the only Fantastic Four movie ever. (laughs) How have they done four of. One, two, three. They technically have done four, four of those movies, and none of them have been any good. None of them. Why can't they get that movie right? No, I don't. Because because the Fantastic Four needs to be computer animated, because that's the only way that you're going to buy the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can maybe get away with, like, you, the reason why you can get away with the Hulk is because at the, at the end of the day, he's just a big guy. Yeah, he's humanoid. So, right. The only way to get away with a thing and a human torch that you really want to see mm-hmm. is computer animated. But it needs to be computer animated and it needs to be a period piece back in the early sixties. That's what it needs to be. Challengers style. Yeah. Yeah. That I feel would, you. It would it would it would crush. Yeah. It would crush. Give Sue that little Bob, that madman Bob. Yeah. Yep. Can you think uh, even if they did it, if they did it as a series, but it was their Mad Men, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. That'd be awesome. <sighs> Shit. Shit, man. That would be that would be killer. All right. Number one. Number one. Bring it home, son. Now, this is controversial <laughs> because Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> because this was not a movie. That was released in the theaters, but it was released as a feature length film. Okay. Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. All right. 
That's when you know when you were first saying Batman Begins. In my head, I was hearing Batman Beyond. I was thinking that was your first choice, mm. and I was feeling it then too. So I, I, yeah, that counts. Batman Beyond. That was Return of the Joker, the unedited. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, you got to do the, the unedited. The unedited version. It's simultaneously a great action movie, fantastic choreography breathtaking animation throughout most of it. There's some, some parts, you know, they had to like, you know, that little party scene and they had to farm that one out, but like the beginning and the end is killer. It may be, it may include one of the top five best Batman animated series episodes right within it. When you talk about when it goes back in time and you learn about the final battle between Batman and and the the Joker. Joker, Yeah, I gotta rewatch this, man. I haven't seen this in years. Oh, I love that. I love that movie. I get I get caught up in it every time I watch it. I got it. Do you have it? Yes, I'll bring I it. Wanna, in bring it in for me next week. I want to yeah. watch that. I, I remember when I first watched it, I didn't really care um, going into it. Right. And then by the end of it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And I, I love that movie. That was great. I think I've only seen it the once or twice. You know, back when it first right. hit the hit the shelves. Good list. That's a good list. Thank you. Now, I know we're going to get some emails about this. Oh, boy. Yes, we are. We're going to hear. Tell us why we're wrong or why we're right. And tell yeah. us what your fives are. Where's Iron Man? You guys suck. I do love Iron Man, but it's not in my top five. It's, it's not, not in even in my five. top ten. It There's a lot of comic book movies that I love. It may make my t- the first Iron Man may make my top ten. No, you know what? Not the first Iron Man. Yeah, probably the first Iron Man. Yeah, I'll first. tell you, my favorite Iron Man is still number three, which a lot of people hate. Really, three man? It's yeah. I know. Uh, I like three. I like three. Yeah, of the Iron Man movies. I didn't hear. I didn't hear. I hear most people hate two. Oh, well, I think everyone hates two. Yeah. Um. But even so, even with some of the problems of part two, it's still a fine movie. It's just the less of the three Iron Man movies. But you know, I'll tell you what I love about Iron Man 2, and it's such a tiny little thing. The guy who plays Sam Rockwell, right? Is that his name? The guy who played uh, the bad guy? Oh. The, like the smart yeah, 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 Sam Rockwell. Yeah, yeah, Sam yeah. Rockwell. He plays Hammer. Hammer, yeah, that's his name. Justin Hammer. Uh, the... What would you call it? Um, tanning lotion on his hands. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where you can see that it's all like rub-on spray tan or whatever. Right, right. What a tiny little touch <laughs> that is never brought up in the film. Mm-hmm. But you can, if you're just looking at him, you can see it. And that's one of my favorite bits of that about that movie. My favorite bit about Iron Man 2, I think that does still contain my favorite transformation into the armor. Oh, at the racetrack. At the racetrack. Yo. Yeah. 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 That whole I, I will sequence. Give it, yeah. That whole sequence is great. I will give I will give that. That that is the that's that's a cool ass sequence. Yeah. Sequence. So Civil War. See, I wanted to say Civil War is a fun movie, but to me it's not there's not enough development in that film to warrant top five for me. You see, but but it's just so, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. I mean, it's the best Avengers movie. See, I still the, as far as that um, is concerned, like the feeling of never, like I just watched Avengers one mm-hmm. and I had the dumbest 
smile on my face the entire time. Just seeing all those characters in one place at one time, from building up from the first Iron Man all the way up to Avengers. I don't I can't remember a time that I had that much glee at a at a theater. You know what I mean? Okay, real quick. And we'll both hopefully do this off the cuff. Okay. Top ten no, not top ten. Top <laughs> uh, That's an episode. Top three scenes from superhero movies. Okay. And we'll go back and back. And I'll it's start, your turn to start. And I'll start. I'll start. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give one. Um, because in, in thinking about it, uh, one of my favorite scenes is Batman in the warehouse from Batman v Superman. Superman, dude. Perfect Cause, Batman. Because that, next to Batman Begins, maybe that scene may be the best Batman movie. Yeah. If that was just a movie, if that was just the movie, if that was it. That's my favorite Batman movie. Yeah, it was that scene. Yeah, <laughs> you walk into the theater. Ten minutes, you walk out. Best Batman. Movie. I'm good. Yeah, good son. Uh, I'm gonna go with since we're on the we're talking about the Avengers. Uh, uh, Hulk. Uh, oh, slamming Thor, um, Loki around. Oh God. Yeah, that's that's a favorite. Yeah, that's a that, yeah. That's a really good. That's one. That's a classic one. That is a very a, a very good classic one. Um, all right, I'll go next, and I will go with. Um, is it, where, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? Where am I going? Do, do I go sentimental? There's a couple of sentimental things, but no. Go Are you going to go? Um, Superman one where <laughs> Lois Lane and Superman are flying together and she's reading like a 12 year old's poem. No, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. He can fly I'm, up in the no, sky. No, but I will go Superman one. Okay. Oh, no, you don't know where I'm going. Superman is trapped in Luthor's lair because he's got the chain of kryptonite around Mrs. his neck. Mr. Tessmacher! Mr. Yeah. goes and saves him. Yeah. Because I so wanted to be Superman. And I never wanted to be Superman any more than at that moment. Yeah. Where she dives into the water in the white outfit. Oh, my God. Goodness. Oh, my God. And then she yeah. steals a kiss. Yeah. Before she takes the joint off. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, that's so bad. That's kind of rapey, though. Yeah, but if uh, that happened today and the roles were reversed, it was like, oh, Supergirl, there's some kryptonite here. I'll take it off as soon as I'm done kissing you. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah if the roles were reversed in me. <laughs> but, you yeah, know. I know, you're, I know this is literally murdering you right now. <laughs> But let me just get on them lips real quick. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good one. I, see, I immediately thought you were going to go to Lois Lane's death. And the scream that he does. Yeah. The yell. And then he flies backwards, which makes not a goddamn bit of sense. But it got me. But his his scream. Oh. I mean, his scream gets me. But what actually got me was her death. Yeah. Her like you seeing all the the dirt just come mm-hmm. into the car, man. Like that 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 terrified. It yeah. still like terrifies. It me. was the first time I ever saw someone drown. Yeah, not in water. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, oh man, now I gotta think of another one. Uh, we can edit this pause out. Um, fudge buckets. Do 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 do. I'm trying to think of anything that's not not just like live action. Okay, the scene, my number two, are we on two? Is Spider Man 2. Okay. Doc Ock train fight. Mm. Very particularly, there is a scene where Doc Ock throws Spider Man 
and Spider-Man really quickly sees that there is a bridge coming and immediately folds up, twists yeah. to go through the bridge and then arms out immediately afterwards and then lands back on the train and keeps punching Doc Ock. And then they're on the side of the train? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Now, I'm going to end that scene not where the scene ends, though. It doesn't count anywhere after the train stops. Because once my man stops the train, and then they carry him like Jesus over all of the people, and then... You didn't buy that? Hey, Mr. Spider-Man, we found your mask. No. All of that, just cut it, edit it right out. You end where where he saves the train. And then cut to the next scene. The rest of that, oh, we're all New York, and we all love each other bullshit. Every every one of those movies had that scene. I'm about to say, Where you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. This is New York. Because you're amazing. Is it is it Amazing Spider Man or Amazing Spider Man Two that has all the cranes lined That's up? Amazing Spider Man One. And I don't. What is it? But, <laughs> all right, guys. We know it's post 9/11, but we get it. God damn. So yeah, that's my second. That's my second one. All right, all right. I, um. It's hard for me to come up with a number one. I, I've got because I got a, so many, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, where do I go with number one, man? But um, my number one scene, and it still it still gets me. It's from Batman Begins. It's when he um, is trapped in is he trapped in Arkham Asylum, and he he calls the bats into mm-hmm. into the place. No, isn't that the that's the police it's the station? Police. Yeah, yeah. And the um, sonic transmitter. And then he throws the, the the sonic transmitter down the stairwell, so the bats go flying down there, and he jumps down the the stairwell, and he spreads open his mm-hmm. cape. Mm-hmm. That's it. And all the bats are just fluttering around. <laughs> that was iconic, I, man. I was there, man. That was that was it. And you know why I like it because. In Batman, the 1989 Batman, the scene is when Batman comes through the skylight yeah. in the museum, Where and I always those... and I always love that scene. Toys? Where does he get those wonderful toys? Yeah, wonderful toys. Wonderful toys. And when he comes in and he, he unspread, you know, unfurls the the leather cape, but then when he drops down, he's stiff. Yeah, and I lose it. Oh yeah, because he, so, he needs to like bend a little bit, right? He, he just he, he needs a little bit more oomph. oomph. Yeah, and 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 Christian Bale nails it, mm-hmm. and and that's it. It still chokes me up. God, I got well, number one. Number one. Was that your number one? That's my number one. Fudge buckets. While you're thinking of that, I'll give you my one A. Okay. There. Well, what's it called? Uh, your runner-up. My runner-up. Is um, is Mrs. Incredible getting her booty stuck in Yo, the elevator? Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. She's <laughs> like stretched door. through the hallways. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As soon as you said her name, I was like, I know which one he's going to. That whole sequence, man. And yeah. then she looks at her little b- booty. I'm like, oh, go yeah. ahead, girl. Uh, Plus, she's voiced by Holly Hunter, one of my favorite actresses. She is great. Also in Batman versus Superman. Yes, she is. Yes, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, she dies yeah. in that movie. At her granny's tea. Um, gosh, I got to think of one more. There's so many. I'm trying to see. The problem is I don't want to say Spider-Man again. But really, just anytime Spider-Man is swinging through the city in any of the movies. Yeah. I get such a rush. 
because the, there was so many. I, dude, I am 38 years old. I, a couple of weeks ago, I had a fucking thwipping through the city dream. I'm a grown man. I'm 38, <laughs> and I have dreams about swinging through the city. I on feel whips. you, man. I feel you. So anytime I see that, it ah, it's a little part of me just like glows. I, I love feel it. you, dog. All right. So luckily, Josh Yoder uh, <laughs> uh, walked in the door, and so uh, welcome to the Hero Complex. Um, so I'm trying to think of my number one, but you have. You have your favorite comic book scene of all time. Yes, I do. Um, Let's hear it. Nothing will ever beat Daredevil Season 1, Episode 2, The Hallway Fight. There will never be anything on film that is as good as that fight. Period. The end. End of discussion. You can print that now. (laughs) Uh, I like that so much I want to steal it. But I don't know if I can because it's not a movie. Yeah, because we're we talking were, about we, movie scenes. We were doing movies. Superhero movie scenes. But I will tell you that. But you got Batman Beyond, which was straight to DVD. But it is a movie. It's still a movie. It's true. It's still a movie. It's still a movie. But about that that scene, it's it's epic. But it's also epic because of the fight. But because it is 100% like. It's true to the character. That is Daredevil. He's not Batman. He's not like, you know, he's trained, but he's not like the greatest guy. Like you're never going to get it. He is just, he will just outlast you. You know, like I will have nothing but calluses on my knuckles from just pounding my fist. I mean, you can feel bones just crushing against his fingers. Oh my God! That is that is that is a um, that's a great. Scene. That's a good one. That's a great. Scene. There's nothing else to be said about. I mean, just watch it, and then you'll rewatch it, and then you'll rewatch it, and then you watch it again, <laughs> and every single time, you will lose your mind. You will. You will. And they tried to repeat it in the second season with him and the Punisher, yeah. and it's good. It's good. It's, it's good. But it's with not. the chain and the yeah. gun tied to, uh, tied yeah, to his yeah. hand from that Garth Ennis issue. Yeah, but it, but you but you felt that they were like, we need to have another hallway scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's have the fight with the Punisher be the hallway scene this season. And everybody's going to talk about it, and everybody's like, yeah, it's good, but it's not the hallway scene. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, you feel like that in like in in Daredevil two, and you also feel like that in Luke Cage because they kind of got like a scene like that with the door and and, and everything, which is cool. But it ain't the hallway. It it ain't it, it. Nothing tops the hallway. No, you're right. You're right. You're right, Josh. You're right. When you're right, you're right, Josh. <laughs> oh, I'm still I'm still thinking. Are you still over there thinking? This is hard. What are you looking through? I'm no, like, you're looking through the movie list. I'm you're looking cheating. No, I'm looking through the list of movies. I'm not looking for like best of lists. Yeah, but still, you're I'm trying to refresh my brain on what fucking comic book movies happened. It should be something that it should, you should be able to pull out a, a very good scene. I mean, if it's not the ultimately, look, somebody's going to come up with a scene down like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's the one. You know, I'm just, duh, duh, you got me. So just, just spill it out. Look, tell everybody how much you look. I'll tell it. <laughs> JD's favorite scene is like, as much as he loves Captain America, his favorite Chris Evans movie 
is Fantastic Four to when he Rise of the up Silver the, Surfer. Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, you know what? How about Dread? Since we were just talking about Dread, the sequence go. where it's it's bloody as as all hell. It's super gross, and this probably isn't my number one, mm-hmm. but it's definitely up there. The slow mo where they kick in the door. And the two dudes are taking the slow-mo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was cool. That was a lot of fun. It was super gross. So I'm going to throw that in there. But I think my number one has to be anytime Spider-Man is swinging through the city, dude. Own it, man. Yeah, it's just anytime I see him. And especially, you know, we're saying it while we're off the air. The Sam Raimi Spider-Man, there was was felt a lot like the cartoon where he was just swinging from clouds. (laughs) Remember that? The 1960s Spider-Man? There's there's not a lot of uh, gravity or... Uh, physics. physics to it. Whereas in the Amazing Spider-Man, those two movies, if Pete needed to make a quick U-turn or like a quick turn, he shot out another little web and pulled himself in that direction. As opposed yeah. to this, I'm on one web and it just goes wherever I want it to go. So yeah, I think that's my number one. There you go. Yeah. And um, just somebody uh, actually asked on um, on Twitter the other day about the bumpers that we use on gutter talk. So I'll just let people know that all of the bumpers and the intro music that we use, that I use on gutter talk, we both use them. They all come from the Spider-Man 1966 series. Yeah. Every piece of that music is from that. Like that was the best part of that. That series. That's good. Music. Yeah. Especially since a lot of the animation was just reused over and over and over Pretty again. Much. By the end, it was just nothing yeah. was drawn. It was I just, think they animated three episodes. Yeah. And, then and they, they, just, like, they got a couple seasons out of it. They sure did. Yeah. But that's great. Great jazz music. Great fun 70s. Oh, so yeah. late 60s, early 70s. Killer. Uh, do we anything else we want to do? Are we? That was a long episode. We got, we're going on off on a couple tangents. How long are we at? We're at 45 minutes. We're at 45 minutes. We still have that one more topic we got to do. We could do it next time. Okay. All right. It's, we'll a, it's it. a good topic. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to rush it. All right. So join us next time <laughs> on Gutter Talk when we discuss our favorite Ebony and, and Ivories. Ivories. Nice. Nice. I was going to go like multicultural. <laughs> no, we know where you were going to yeah. go. It's Philip Michael Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, now I'm not even going to do it. Thank you so much for joining us on Gutter Talk uh, here at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, 4456 Main Street. I'm Johnny Destructo. You can find me uh, if you just Google me. Yo. Or email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com. Or you can email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com. You can follow us on follow me on Twitter at Bat Tribble. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can follow Black Tribbles, blacktribbles.com at every oh, place. I should, I should mention my, my Twitter handle is JD's Hero Complex. That's JDS good. Hero Complex. Yes. Hit me up on Twitter. I've got like three followers and they're all my mom. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and we will talk at you later. Yeah,